Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm John McEnroe, and you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Well, hello. Welcome to the Tennis Podcast on Women's Semi-Final Day. It has just finished with the results showing that Eugenie Bouchard is going to play her first Grand Slam final against Petra Kvitova, who was the title winner here three years ago. And Catherine Whitaker, you and I are standing on the broadcast roof here, ahead of Six Love Six on Five Live, which will be presented by John McEnroe, who I can see in the distance, talking to the ATP's boss, Chris Commode, and Richard Krejci, the 1996 Wimbledon champion. Everybody's up here at the moment, Catherine. I almost feel like whispering so nobody hears us talking about them. But tomorrow, we have the semi-final lineup of our dreams. Do we not? We have... Grigor Dimitrov against Novak Djokovic. We have Milos Raonic against Roger Federer. It is a true battle of the generations. What's going to happen? Oh, crikey. Well, as we've established, I don't believe in prediction changing midway midway through the event. So what's going to happen is Roger Federer and Grigor Dimitrov are going to set up the dream final, the ultimate changing of the guard final, and it's going to be sensational. It's going to be majestic, in the words of Catherine Whittaker. However, however, there is a fella that is the top seed in the first of those two matches, a guy who has won this title before in 2011, a guy who's won six Grand Slam titles, and you're dismissing his ability to get through to the final, Catherine Whittaker. I am, yeah. There's no, there's no two ways about it. I'm not dismissing it. I think... Uh, he's, he's obviously the favourite on paper, as was Andy Murray going into his quarterfinal with Grigor Dimitrov. So um, he, Dimitrov has given us no reason not to think that he's ready. Everything about the way he's playing suggests he's ready to me. He, the belief yesterday, the utter conviction and composure, there just didn't look to me to be a flicker of a moment at, at which he thought he wasn't where he was supposed to be and destined to win that match. And I've got no reason to think he won't be the same against Djokovic. And we know he's good enough skill-wise, so if he's got that as well, he is ready. I have to say, I agree. Uh, I interviewed Grigor a couple of days before he played Andy Murray, and the word you used there was conviction, and that is something that struck me in the interview that we did. He said, I expect to be here. I said, do you expect to win? He said, well, yeah. Absolutely. And you can see that in every single thing he does at the moment. He didn't even make that big a deal about beating the Wimbledon champion on centre court in front of his home crowd in straight sets. It was what he expected to do. He went and did it. But there's no question that Djokovic on his day is capable of stretching Dimitrov in a way that nobody so far in this championships has managed to do. And that will be interesting if he does. 
Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think, just going back to the Murray match, I mean, actually, if you look at it, it we're treating it all as some huge upset. I guess because uh, Murray's defending champion, but by virtue of that victory, Dimitrov's leapfrogged Murray in the rankings anyway. So uh, Dimitrov will definitely be up to the top 10, and Murray potentially could drop out of it. He, at best, he'll be at 10, but he could go down to 11, I think, depending on what happens uh, tomorrow and over the weekend. So um, I it's not the great upset, frankly, that everybody is, is making it out to be. Murray hasn't beaten a top 10 player since Wimbledon last year. Um, and in terms of Djokovic, I, yeah, Djokovic isn't going to roll over the way Murray did yesterday. It's going to be a battle. And if Dimitrov is to win, I see it being minimum four, probably five sets. But I don't see that as an issue for him. I think he, he can do it in four or five if necessary. But you still think he's actually going to ultimately lose the final to Roger Federer, don't you? It's going to be a question of the grandmaster teaching the young pretender a lesson or two? What do you think? Or is he just going to run out of gas? I do think that, yes. I mean, I, I am... I am salivating at the prospect of... Uh, <laughs> she is Federer, actually salivating, Federer, I can say that. Federer Dimitrov final. I mean, the poetry of that would just be almost too much for a tennis fan to bear, I think. It's just <laughs> such a purest... Fact. It's got all the narrative, all the storyline, but also all the uh, aesthetic beauty and wonder. I just, It would just be a joy. Uh, and uh, I so desperately want it to happen. Sorry, Milos Raonic and Novak Djokovic. If you get there, then you will have earned your place there, and I'm sure that will be a great match too, or a, or a combination of, of any of those four, but I can't help but think that every real neutral tennis fan out there is wanting a Dimitrov-Federer final. I, I haven't really got the time to do this, but I kind of want to insert a sort of under track of orchestral music over that last answer of yours because it was just so poetic and romantic and uh, well there we are let's see what happens it is going to be fascinating now we're kind of assuming that Roger Federer is going to get through Richard Krajicek who I mentioned earlier who I can see not more than hmm, 10-15 meters away from us at the moment Catherine predicted two rounds ago when Kane Shikuri was the victim of Milos Raonic he predicted on air on five live that Raonic would win the title here. He said the tennis he's coming up with, the serve he's got, it's not going to be returnable by these guys. And I would dispute that. I think Roger Federer returns that kind of serve better than anybody. He picks it up. He did it to Andy Roddick. He was the first player that could deal with that 140-mile-an-hour Roddick serve. And I think he'll do it again. It's that ship's return, isn't it? Completely nullifies it. It uh, It's never a return winner, but it gets the ball back in play, and it gets the ball back in play low. So it's difficult. To, it, it's pretty much impossible to do the one-two punch, which is obviously the big server's dream, or just the one punch. Uh, so I completely agree. I think uh, Raonic is the real deal, and he certainly has a chance tomorrow. But I don't think that the serve will trouble us Federer as much as it has his other opponents so far. Uh, McEnroe last night on Today at Wimbledon uh, said that Raonic's serve was one of the five best of all time. Not the five best currently on top, five best of all time. I think the others were, in fact, I think he said five best, but then cited six players. So one of them's got to go. Uh, but yeah, I think the others were, well, fairly obvious. Sampras, Ivanovic, Becker... Uh, ooh, who else was in there? Raonic. I'll remember. I'll remember. But anyway, um, he is the real deal and he certainly could win. I just don't think he will win. No, 
Neither do I. I think it is going to be Federer Dimitrov in the final as well now, I have to be honest. And I think Dimitrov's going to win it now. I think Dimitrov's going to win the title. Why did I just say that on air? Why didn't I just say that when the podcast was over? Maybe I can edit this before it goes out. No, I've said it. It's going to have to stay in. There we are. Who's going to win the women's final? Catherine, just before we sign off. I think Jeannie Bouchard is going to win the women's title. I have to say I thought she would lose today to Simona Halep, um, and she was sensational. Difficult to say how much the ankle was troubling Halep. I mean, ostensibly not at all, although you can't always tell... Uh, I mean, it could even have been mentally troubling her, we don't know. But anyway, not to detract from Jeannie Bouchard's achievement. First ever Canadian into a Grand Slam final, and they could get two. The uh, presenter of for TSN, the Canadian network, is uh, just to our left, and he, is just, he can't contain himself. He doesn't know where to put himself. He looks like he might explode. He can't take it. It was Canada Day the other day. His voice couldn't go any octaves higher than it was going, but he's going to have to find another octave. Because I have to say, Alistair Eakin, part of our BBC Radio 5 Live uh, commentary team, who is a tennis podcast listener, so hello, Alistair. I uh, hope you're enjoying your bike ride while you listen to it as you always do. Um, you said, Mr. Eakin, that you felt that the tennis podcast might spontaneously combust at this development with Dimitrov reaching the semi-finals and beating Andy Murray. And I did wonder whether, Catherine, that we should perhaps hang up the microphone if he wins Wimbledon and just say, it doesn't get any better than this. Tennis podcast over. What do you think? It's a scandalous, scandalous suggestion. What about the... Uh... What about the handful of fans that we'd be letting down? I mean, no, no. We're having too much fun to give it up. Okay, sorry, Alistair. I tried. Hope you enjoy the semis.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.